Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, welcome to your Hollywood Crime Scene mini episode. Hi. What's up, Des? Oh, you know, just enjoying the rain. Good morning. Yeah, good morning. It's the, we've been recording in the morning a lot. Getting it, getting it done. You know what? <laughs> Speaking of getting it done, I almost didn't get this mini episode done because there was no news stories this week. Uh-oh. So I had to go back in time to 1955, which is when our main episode took place yes. this week. And we'll continue because it's a two-part episode. So I pulled stories from Los Angeles circa... 1955. I do, however, have some stories that aren't from Los Angeles, but most of them are LA stories. We're going to begin with this story from, I'm sorry, this isn't from LA. This is from North Carolina. Definitely not LA. But it's a cat story. I was going to say, I like these episodes because there's always like some cat named Mr. Mittens. Yeah. He's like in the newspaper for some reason. <laughs> the great thing about... Okay, there's there's a lot that you see that's really fucked up reading old newspapers. But the one positive to old newspapers is reading... Like they would just print stories about cats. Yeah. Like local cats. Yes. That was newsworthy. They should bring it back. I agree because I like getting to know these these guys. Mm. This story is from the Charlotte Observer. Steak-loving cat hero dies at the <gasps> age of 21. Okay, that's fine. It wasn't like a tragic accident. I was like, Jesus, Rachel. <laughs> it, was, it, was an, it was old age. Okay. Teddy, a 21-year-old Angora tiger cat with a love for steak Ooh. and angel food cake, <gasps> is dead. He- <laughs> that sounds like a great diet. <laughs> steak and angel food cake. It's, it's like semi, it's semi low carb. Yeah. Kind of. I mean, angel food cake is barely carbs. It's like It's air. mostly egg whites. Yeah. I haven't had that in a while. It's we good. should make it. <laughs> I love angel food cake. So this cat loved steak and angel food cake. He weighed 23 pounds and the giant size of his four double paws made him appear even larger. So he was a polydactyl cat. Ooh. His owner, Mrs. Miriam H. Wasson, credits Teddy with saving three lives in a fire when he awakened her by repeatedly pawing her face and running toward the bedroom door. Teddy died shortly before his 22nd birthday, where he would have been feted with his usual birthday diet of steak, peas, mashed potatoes, <laughs> angel cake, and ice cream. Wow. That's a meal. Miriam. Miriam is an enabler. <laughs> I relate to Miriam so much. I like, she's like, I don't know why he's so big. <laughs> she brings him this dinner. Mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes. Also, you just picture him like licking it. He probably doesn't even eat it all. Like he Ugh. eats the meat. Yeah. Oh my God. 
Romy used to eat mashed potatoes. She loved them. Well, they got cream and butter in them. I mean, yeah. Who, who the hell don't? Yeah, and love it's, mashed it looks potatoes. like it's easy to eat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he turned up his nose at all conventional cat foods. <sighs> Classic cat. Mm-hmm. He's like, once I've tasted that delicious human food, why would you go back? Why would you go back? It's bullshit. Steak he demanded, and steak he got. When the family acquired Skippy, a toy Boston Terrier, Teddy mothered him at every turn. When Skippy wandered near the road, the cat carried him back by the scruff of his neck. That is so cute. The pair worked as a team to open a rear door to the house, Mrs. Watson relates. Teddy would jump atop a small table, walk across a window ledge to the door, and wrap his front paws around the knob. Oh, my God. At the same time, Skippy would paw the door open. This is like when the Velociraptors opened the door in Jurassic Park. (laughs) It's fucked up. I'm only sad to report that we don't have a picture of Teddy. Oh, I was curious what that breed is. An Angora? Is it like a fluffy? It's a floofer. Okay. I mean, Angora sounds it, but then it had like some other like type it, of label. It said Angora Tiger Cat. So maybe it was like a... a stripey? Stripey, f- floofy boy. Oh, that sounds pretty. I know. I'm sad. This is the dream to be interviewed by a newspaper after your cat dies. Ugh. Can you imagine? Oh my I would God. read those interviews daily. Like, because you know some old lady, she just wants to tell you everything about her cat. And I want to hear it, to if be honest. If I was a newspaper publisher, I'd bring this this back. Absolutely. Like, every edition would have, this old lady's cat died. Here's her story. Here's her story about People the cat. People crave wholesome news. It would be perfect. We need it. We need yeah. just a tiny morsel of wholesomeness. Yes. We have one more cat story from 1955. This is from Pomona, from the Pomona Progress Bulletin. So this is a local story. Corn-eating cat, (gasps) winner of award. Mm. This cat won an award because he ate corn. What was the award? (laughs) Blue Boy, that's the cat's name. Blue Boy received his Puss in Boots Bronze Award Friday and eyed it with considerable interest for a cat. The feline, owned by Mrs. Mary Sunstrom at 550 Texas Street, was named recipient of the award for, quote, contributing to the human happiness and exhibiting other admirable traits. Aww. Actually, the admirable traits apply to Blue Boy's appetite for fresh corn. A photograph of Blue Boy eating corn appeared in the Progress Bulletin last October. Through this recognition, Blue Boy was made a Puss in Boots winner. <laughs> Presentation of the award of the cat and a certificate to Mrs. Sundstrom was delayed by a fall, oh, which placed the Pomona woman in Kaiser Hospital for eight weeks. But now she's able to be about on crutches with the in a walker. The citation from the Puss in Boots Award Committee reads, presented to Mrs. Mary Sundstrom on behalf of Blue Boy to the classification of corn-fed creatures. Blue Boy adds a new category. For this feline is a grain gourmet. He'll stand on his hind legs to consume an ear of corn in minutes. <laughs> a versatile vegetarian. However, he'll dine happily upon other raw vegetables and fruits when the corn is gone. To Blue Boy, a cat with quaint herbivorous habits. Why can't I talk today? Anyway, I do have a picture of Blue Boy. This lady. 
Aww. He's also floofy. I like how his owner is like 150. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's always an old lady and her cat. It is. So he looks like a stripe, like a tabby. He looks like a floofy tabby. Yeah. I, when I heard blue boy, I thought he'd be like a Russian blue, like a gray. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Um, Maybe he is. That's. It's hard to tell because it's a black and white photo, but he does right. look a little stripey. He does. Um, that's so cute though. I, I think I just saw a cat eating corn on the cob on a TikTok or something recently. I feel like I've seen a lot of videos of cats eating corn on the cob lately. I can see why they would like it. Because it's crunchy? Well, it's like... You can grip into it. Like, mm. did I ever tell you the time my cat, uh, YY, was running down the hallway and he had a cork stuck in his two fangs, <gasps> like a wine cork? <laughs> he like bit a wine cork and then it couldn't get it out. <laughs> it was like really hard to get it. You know, when you're trying, you're like, I'm trying to help you, you and they idiot. Don't want your help. Like when their head's in a Bag. Brown bag, yes. handle or something. And they're running away from you. And they're running. You, like, you hear something. That's a sound all cat owners recognize yes. when they're caught in something and running yeah. to it's, get to escape it. Oh. But yeah, I was like, this is this is a new one. It's <laughs> <laughs> like he could not get it off. I like when they find a new way to do something crazy. Oh yeah. And and spike your blood pressure. Yes. Yes. There's always like a a new noise that you hear from coming from the kitchen or something where you're like, what was that? Yeah. No, I don't, crazy. do I even want to know? You know, it's bad. You right. try to figure it out though. You're like, let me guess. Did you send me that picture of the two cats rolling in flour <laughs> that they knocked yes. over? Yes. They were just lying in it and all these broken canisters, <laughs> ceramic canisters. So I guess it was like sugar and flour. Oh my God. And they're just lying in it. That poor owner. That's like, I would have been so furious because that's like the situation where you're like, I don't know where to begin. There's glass. Like when there's glass mixed in with other shit, with other stuff, it just makes it all more, especially when it's liquid. Yeah. That's, that's the, the worst. Cause you're like, do I mop? Do I sweep? Right. I have to, I have to sweep up the water with glass in it. I have to get a new house. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You need to move. You can't deal with this. No. Those little cats sitting in the flower, like it's the best thing. <laughs> They're probably having so much fun. Do you know how long it took them to push those canisters off the Ugh. counter, probably? Ugh. I mean, just little rascals. Yeah. Uh, very funny, though. I have one. I've put, I wanted, finally wanted to display Romy's ashes in this beautiful little urn, this little ceramic urn um, that my brother gave me. And I hadn't been able to display it for the longest time until I got museum wax. Yes. Because I knew Masha in one second would shatter that urn. And she'll go up to it and paw it and be like, why isn't it moving? Like, yeah. Don't even fucking try it. What has she done? They're like researching. Yeah. (laughs) When you go to sleep, they open the laptop. You got to check your history. (laughs) That That's when I'll have reached the pinnacle of crazy cat lady is when my current cat destroys the ashes of my other my former cat yeah Ugh. yeah a tragedy absolutely our following stories are not cat related but this is from pasadena march 6 1955 two pasadena boys ages 14 and 15 were ordered to report to juvenile authorities yesterday after allegedly having used vulgar language while trying out a tape recording machine in a Pasadena (laughs) store. (laughs) The store detective told police 
he would keep the recording for a while, just in case their parents want to hear it. Okay. This is a classic prank you do as a kid. This is like, I cannot believe kids back then even did it. Because <laughs> that's the first thing you do when you get a recording device, which is like the highlight of every person's childhood. Yeah. Like when you can record your own voice. And you say, fuck, shit, <laughs> cock, piss into that device. Yeah. You say everything you've always wanted to say into the recording device. If they have the little microphone attached to it. <laughs> You know those ones? Yes, with the yes. Cheap, the cheap mic. That was my first podcast. And then you have like the feedback. Yeah. <laughs> those things suck ass. I, I don't know if I've told you this story before, but my best friend, my childhood best friend, Lauren, she got, she had this toy and this is like, must have been sometime in the early nineties and it was a doll and it had a microphone with a cord that came out of its back and it was mm. a pretty long cord. So you would speak into the microphone and the doll's mouth would move. Oh my God. And your voice modulated into the doll's voice would come out of the other end. I want this. As the doll moved. It was pretty frightening. Yeah. But as a kid, you're like, this is incredible. Oh my God. Her brother stole the doll. Her older brother stole the doll, put the doll, like he, he put the doll in, I don't know what he did. Or he stole the microphone end of the doll. But basically he was behind a door in another room while we were doing something else in her bedroom where the doll was. Mm. And he was in the other room with the microphone hiding. And he just started saying really vulgar things. And the doll started talking to us. Oh, my God. I mean, the, the, there's something about recording, recording too. Like I just remember recording like TV Oh, just with my, do you know what I mean? Just yes. like for no reason. Yeah. It's just like, just the thrill of Even recording things. It would be the dumbest shit on TV too. I'd be recording commercials. Oh, commercials. I used to record the radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not even. <laughs> like I was like, now I have the song. I'm not the even. shitty version. Yeah. Well, I would record the radio on cassette tapes more, but I would stick the microphone of my recording device up to anything. Oh yeah. It was so fun. I loved it. Was it was the best, best toy. So yeah, I had to do this story because like you said, it is nice to know that even back then, kids were doing the same shit. Yeah. They weren't I, so innocent. And I think that's great. I don't think they should have had to go to juvenile authorities. This seems extreme. Also, like the he's like, I'm going to save it if the parents want to hear. It's like, well, why, why wouldn't they have already... Do they not know their kids got whatever arrested <laughs> or whatever version yeah. of this happened? Like, I think he was horny for the recording. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to keep this. Just in case. Yeah. I like when they said, you got a big dick. I'm going to listen to that. <laughs> <laughs> this story is from the Pomona Progress as well. It's out of another Pasadena story. Nude man jumps into car, asks for a ride to New York. Wow. A nude man appeared on the Pasadena freeway today police reported, and began dodging cars. When one slowed down to avoid him, officers said, the man jumped on the hood and tumbled into the seat and announced that he wanted to be driven to New York. Mm. So he pops into someone's convertible. Like he jumped through the top of it. Yeah, that's the danger of a convertible. Yeah, anyone can jump in. just pop on it. (laughs) He like rolled onto the hood and then (laughs) dropped down. The man, after taking a swim in the Elysian Park Reservoir, scaled a fence and ran onto the freeway. 
After falling into the convertible of Frank Valley of nearby Pasadena, he jumped out, despite his request for a drive to New York. While police were questioning Valley, a couple in another convertible drove up and turned the man over to officers. What's wrong with me today? (laughs) Police booked Clifford L. Mayhew, 28, on suspicion of violating state narcotics laws, Mm. saying he'd been taking drugs. Now... I'd be upset because I'd, I'd be like, no, well, now I have to wash all my seats. Yeah. Because his balls were all over him. <laughs> <laughs> this guy teabagged my seats. Teabagged my seat, and I'll never not think of that. <laughs> Even after you wash them. Yeah. And they're, they're probably, you don't know if they're vinyl seats. I guess you could spray, you got to spray those down. You got to spray them down. I'm guessing they were vinyl because yeah. that seemed more popular. Mm-hmm. I like how many people had convertibles. I just don't feel like that's as big a thing anymore no. i know people still have them but like it was, it was like when they came out everyone wanted a convertible it was even a bigger thing 20 years ago up until 20 years ago having a convertible was like a yeah a you wanted thing. that cabriolet or a mustang oh god so many girls at my high school the convertible cabriolet and the convertible um bugs too yes remember yes i want a convertible it looks fun. You and my mom, you guys love convertibles. Oh, right. She has a convertible. I forgot. Yeah. I I mean... I'm not into it. It's no, fun. I don't like wind. It's fun for every once in a while. I'm not going to go on the freeway. Oh, she'll go on the freeway. With a convertible down? Yeah. I think oh. it's absurd. <laughs> That's crazy. But she loves it. She's about... Con- she's like convertible life. Yeah. She, she ain't going back. No. <laughs> she's not going back <laughs> to normal lifestyle. Our next story is... From the Los Angeles Mirror. A freak accident on the Santa Ana freeway left 28-year-old Charles F. Blake in need of a new pants. Pair pair of pants. Oh. (laughs) Freak accident, huh? Now, this this guy who needed a new pair of pants was a cop. Okay. The California Highway Patrolman escaped with his life but lost his pants. When he was struck by a hay truck. What? (laughs) This truck slammed into him and it literally tore the pants off of him. Really? Yeah. I mean, I've heard like shoes popping off. (laughs) His pants came off. (laughs) This sounds sus. (laughs) (laughs) He was so scared he tore his pants off. He was struck by a hay truck as he sighted a motorist near Norwalk for driving without lights. So he was like pulling someone over. So he's like on the side of a car writing a ticket and this someone is, sideswipes him. This is the best case scenario if you're getting pulled over is the cop who's pulling you over gets hit by a truck carrying a bale of hay and his pants come off. That and is, he's, yeah, he's not injured, but he's humiliated. Funniest case scenario. <laughs> I still don't quite get how his pants came. I guess it ri- I guess it snagged his pants and kind of ripped them off like you're pulling a tablecloth off. Yes, that's what I imagine. <laughs> it said Blake, who lives in Norwalk, was knocked off his feet. When the truck struck him, his pants ripped off. <laughs> I still don't get it. I think it had to like snag him somewhere and when it was moving, I mean these they are these up. are cheap pants, right? Because <laughs> why wouldn't it take him as well? Blake was treated for severe bruises. I mean, I like how they say severe bruises. (laughs) Because it's a cop, they have to make it sound like this was very... Don't laugh. Yeah. Don't laugh. This is very severe. Um, That's so weird. (laughs) I love that story. I like that it's 
you know it's an old story because it's a hay truck. Yeah. <laughs> Just like on the probably on like the one ton or something. Right. This is out of the Los Angeles Times from November 17th, 1955. These two women were held hostage by a bandit and they took him to court and everyone laughed at the bandit in court and he, it made him cry. Oh my God. This is a great story. Women's stories of befuddled bandit draw laughter in court. Blonde, stocky James B. Tatum, 25-year-old transient from Idaho, took a brief whirl at the stick-up game 10 days ago, but couldn't convince himself or anybody else that he's the type. Uh Uh-oh. However, after a preliminary hearing yesterday before municipal judge Louis W. Kaufman, Tatum found himself held for superior court arraignment November 30th on kidnapping, robbery, and attempted robbery charges. The hearing was punctuated by laughter as various witnesses told what happened on November 7th. Mrs. Kathleen Burton, 21, switchboard operator, told Judge Kaufman Tate told Judge Kaufman Tatum got into her car when she stopped at a market at 2765 East Olympic Boulevard to buy a magazine. He forced her to drive him to a liquor store at 5909 Atlantic Avenue, Maywood, a half-hour drive, during which his captive commented on his nervousness and expressed the view that he needed a nip. Oh. So... His captive is like, you look really nervous you right need, now. You need a little drink. You need a drink. Here, you want me to borrow my flask? <laughs> she takes it out of her purse. <laughs> exactly. Tatum declined to take her advice, asserting that he's a teetotaler and would rather she wouldn't talk so much. Tatum then forced the woman to accompany him into the liquor store operated by Mrs. Celia Smith, 38. He carried a paper bag, which he told Mrs. Smith contained a gun, and ordered her to give him the money in the cash register. Like hell I will, she told Judge Kaufman that she replied. Wow. She took one look at this guy. I was like, no, get out of here. No, thank you. (laughs) Then followed an embarrassing pause from the three to five minutes during which Mrs. Smith told Tatum to drop dead. And both, <laughs> and both women made disparaging comments on his technique as a hold-up man. Oh, my God. These are queens. I love them. How are they not on our money? <laughs> <laughs> the impasse was ended when a customer entered to be told by Mrs. Smith that a hold-up attempt was in progress and for him to call the police. Tatum fled in Mrs. Burton's automobile. He surrendered at police headquarters the next day, giving an unloaded pellet pistol the slugs for which were still in their original package. Mm. So he didn't even unload that pellet gun. What an embarrassment. You want to see a picture of him crying on the stand? Yeah. Why is he crying? Because he got caught or because they were mean to him or everyone's laughing? Because everyone's laughing at him. He looks like Eric Trump. Oh, yeah. He's hideous. Look at him. How embarrassing. What a loser. I I mean, obviously, it's funny, but this could have... This could have gone a completely other way. So I admire the fact that these women just were like over it. They took a chance. They took a chance they and took it a paid chance. off. It could have been, it it could could have been ended badly. Yeah, it it could, could have ended badly. But they saw right through this guy. Like, this guy's a fucking pussy. I would love to know like what exactly they saw. Do you know what I mean? Like, what was the vibe? Was he just, can you please give me my money? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it must have been pretty clear for them to 
have been so strong-willed about it. Yeah. And both of them. Both of them, two different women. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, Desi, the more things change, the more they stay the same. And by that, I mean we have a truck spill story (gasps) from 1955. Oh, my goodness. There were a lot of truck spill stories. I bet you even more. But this one is pretty comical because it seems like it happened in a cartoon. Was it milk bottles? There was a milk (laughs) bottle spill. There was a milk spill. There was a huge milk spill where thousands of gallons of milk were spilled. Right. I mean, that makes sense because people used to get it delivered. That's not the story I'm doing. Okay. But there was a milk spill. There was a log spill. Oh, boy. Like from Final Destination. I feel like all of these are pretty comical. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the log story I didn't do because it killed someone. Okay. But it... The picture of it was horrific. Because that sounds like a video game. Well, right? it's like Final Destination. Yeah. Where the logs are coming out too, though, and you have to like jump over them <laughs> like in a yeah. video game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. This is out of Cedar City, Utah from the Columbus Ledger. Things really buzzed on a highway north of here yesterday as US-91 got the hives. It Uh all happened when a truck loaded with beehives... (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) Didn't we have a story with beehives before? (laughs) I think we did. Including the bees. Struck a road divider and overturned during a snowstorm 35 miles from Cedar City. Why are you driving in a snowstorm with a truck of beehives? You're asking for it. You're asking for it. The truck driver, Francis Griffith, age 23, from Belgrade, Montana, was not hurt. And Highway Patrolman Gordon Farnsworth said nobody got stung. But that is a worst case scenario with those hives. Because you've got to think those are just hives on the road. They're not like in anything. Right. Do you know what I mean? Right. Because they're probably stacked up on like, shelves or something inside. Yeah. That's crazy. Beehives. Beehives. That doesn't that won't happen anymore. That's like an oldie time thing. It's very oldie timey. I also saw um there was a truck spill. I don't think the contents of the truck spill were interesting, but the interesting part of the story was the reason for the truck spill was the truck driver didn't want his cup of soup to spill in the on his lap. Honestly, and he, relatable. Because I, I think of how many times I almost like, like, sm- like scrape the side of my car because I don't feel like turning the wheel that <laughs> that much. I'm too lazy to turn my wheel in the McDonald's drive-through. Like enough, I like do it just barely yeah. enough, and yeah. I, I've done that before too while holding things. So yeah, kind of like trying to get out of that drive-through because some of those drive-throughs are fucking tight. It's a tight turn. Yeah. But you don't want to spill your food. Yeah. This guy had a cup of soup. He's like, I didn't want to spill the soup. Yeah. Sorry, I spilled everything in my truck instead. Well, because you don't think it's going to go to that. You don't think it's going to be that bad. No, you're just doing something in the moment that seems smart and it isn't. No. We've all been there. We've all been there. <laughs> there was a tomato spill with like thousands of tons of tomatoes. I don't know if it's thousands of tons, but a lot of tomatoes. <laughs> thousands of tons. <laughs> wow, that's a big truck. <laughs> I just, I made that number up. I made that number up. Um, no, it's interesting with the truck spills. Like part of me is like, have we just started covering them more? Because I do feel like there's been a, like um uptick in the number of truck spill store, I'm um, sorry, truck spill stories. Yeah, and I wonder if it's just become the beat now. It might just be like the people beat. like these, so let's give them these idiots on Hollywood crime scene. 
Because I, I feel like it wasn't a thing I saw often. Maybe we're just, it's that thing where like you learn a new word yeah. and then you see it everywhere. That's true. That could be. I think we're just hyper aware of truck spills now. Well, now we're, we're searching for them. Well, yeah, we're but, actually yeah. actively looking for yeah. them. Anyway, those are our stories this week. We'll be right back. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Just because the holidays are over doesn't mean I've stopped shopping. I'm still at it. And whenever I'm looking to buy something, I start with Rakuten. Rakuten is the smartest way to save money when you shop because you can earn cash back. You can earn cash back on things like clothing and shoes, toys and games, electronics, and kitchen or home essentials. You are already shopping, so why not get some cash back? There are over 3,700 stores where you can get cash back across every single category, including some of my favorites like Zappos, Sephora, and of course, Wine.com. Rakuten has 17 million members who are already saving. In fact, Rakuten members have earned over $4.6 billion in cash back so far. Membership is free and it's easy to sign up. Just get the free Rakuten app or download the free browser extension or both. So start all your shopping at Rakuten.com or get the Rakuten app today and start saving. Your cash back really adds up. Desi, what are you watching, reading, listening to? I am watching something new. I don't even know if it's a recommend because it's not very good. Me too. But I am watching it. What is it? It's called Daisy Jones and the Six. It is basically like... I guess it's kind of a Fleetwood Mac story. It's based on a book that was really popular. It stars Riley Keough. She plays Daisy Jones. So it's like a 70s biggest band in the world. It's a faux documentary um, style as well, where they're older now looking back on this period in time. So you get them, you get their little confessionals. Do they wear aged makeup? Yes. I mean, it's not extreme. Yeah. It's like, it's barely, barely aged. Um, but it's the same actors. It's the same actors. Uh, so I, I honestly, it's like one of those shows where I, I, I've watched all seven episodes. I think seven episodes are up and then there's like a few more coming. So I'm like, ah, like now I have to wait mm. for the next two or three episodes. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's good enough. It's not like the best thing I've ever seen. The actors are pretty good. The music is not bad. It's like definitely music where you're like, yeah, I could see that being a hit. You know how sometimes you're like, this music sucks. No one would ever, this would not be the biggest band in the world ever. Yeah. Uh, They're at least good. There's like a B storyline in it about a lesbian disco singer 
Hot. That's also kind of good. Yeah. She just moved to New York to be with her uh, girlfriend. Mm. Um, so if you like that kind of thing, it might be worth checking out. But like I said, this is not high art. It's a little trashy. <laughs> Which is fine. Which is fine. But it's it's like it's like one of those things. It's like it's almost there. It's like one of those things. But it's perfectly watchable. Yeah. And I, like I said, I've binged the first whatever, seven episodes. Um, so yeah, and she's really good, Riley. Yeah. She's she's a good actress. And I, she's a good singer. I really liked her in The Lodge. Did you yeah. ever did you ever see The Lodge? Yes. I she's really good. And um if you've seen like the Hunger Games movies, the lead actor was in those. And it was like one of those things. I was like, who is that? I know I've seen him somewhere. And it's that it's that guy. I think he played uh, Finnick, who so he was in like the Hunger Games too. He's really good, and he's he's hot. Mm-hmm. He looks good in it. Yeah, so I'm happy for him. <laughs> I I'm in a drought. I started watching Designated Survivor, which stars. Oh my God. Have you heard of that show? It stars no. Kiefer Sutherland. Designated Survivor. Do you want to hear the premise of it? Sure. Look, I heard the premise. I'm like, that sounds like garbage. I'm in. Yeah. The premise is that the Capitol building is blown up during the State of the Union. So everybody in Congress and the president dies. Oh. And Kiefer Sutherland automatically becomes the president because he's like the designated survivor. He's like the last person in the administration alive. The one they keep in the bunker. Yeah, he's in the bunker. And he's like the... He's the uh, he's the HUD guy. He's, he's like some random secretary, and yeah, and he wasn't even popular, and he was about to get fired, and so like <gasps> people course. are like, "This guy is illegitimate," <laughs> and um, it's 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 perfect. It's entertaining. It's entertaining for sure. Is is this a show that's on now? Or I don't it's older? know. I don't know, but it came out in 2019. Okay, it's so on it's recent. Yeah, it's more recent. recent. I don't know, like if they're if it, they're making they're still making show episodes. Um, I love Kiefer Sutherland, and I I used to love his show 24. I never watched it. Okay, you should watch it because I swear to God, the first I don't know five seasons of that are, are fucking tense. Yeah, like, I think you'll like it. Yeah, if you like this piece of shit. <laughs> Because he's really good in it, yeah, and it's it's very stressful show, and it's it has a lot of good actors in it. Um, so you should that that would be a good one for you to check out because I think you'll start binging it. It's right. very bingeable. I remember hearing the like beep beep yeah beep from my neighbor when I used to live in West Hollywood, like fifteen years ago. Well, because the nat- they, they were binging. Yeah, it. the nature of the show is. <laughs> Because it's twenty four hour period, I know. so things happen oh, I know. very fast. So you get in like episode one, shit's going down. Does this guy ever sleep? <laughs> no, he doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't. Take the, a nap. And there is some personal side drama with him, obviously, because yeah. yeah. he has a daughter and a wife. Right. I, I remember the daughter. Um, it's that actress I I like. She's from she, Happy Endings. Elisa Cooper. Elisa, Elisa Cuthbert. 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 Alicia Cuthbert. What happened to her? Where's she at? I don't know. She was beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. She's the daughter. I liked her. Uh, it's a good show. And there's a lot of good side characters um, in it as well. It has like a BAU vibe mm. in a way because it's this team. Right. <laughs> and there's all different types in it. And yeah. they're all kind of vaguely nerdy. Yeah. Oh, that's with. Um, Marilyn Rice Cub 
that's where she got sort of well known. Okay. Um, she started in that and she plays a total nerd named Chloe. It's yeah, good. <laughs> I mean, even, even though this isn't, um, even though this isn't like a old, much older show, I kind of have been looking to get into like network or like TBS or TNT shows from the early mid two thousands. I've just been in that vibe because it's a period of TV. I didn't watch a lot of those shows. Yeah, so I think they're still available to me. Like it's like oh, I haven't seen this. Like yeah, because I I was very dedicated to the network shows. I did watch and there weren't many of them because I just wasn't, TV was just so different then. It's like you didn't binge all these shows. You had to be home. You had to be home. Pretty much. So the only show that was at that time that was ever appointment TV for me was House. That was like the only drama that I was like, like, and then I had some reality shows that was appointment TV like American Idol and Project Runway. But I wasn't, yes. I just, I, there are so many of those network dramas from that period that I missed out on when they were on the air. It would typically, typically it would be also certain days that I would always be home. Like I remember that's why I started watching uh, Desperate Housewives because oh, it was yeah. on on Sunday night yeah. and I was r- pretty much always home Sunday nights. Yeah. It is a good show It though. is a good show. Um, yeah. So I also watched a few episodes of The Mentalist. See if okay, I was into that's, that. That's, <laughs> that's very early two thousand, mid two thousands. Yeah, it's so mid two thousands. The guy, the mentalist, Simon Baker, is that the is actor's that the name? actor's name? I think so. His character is named Patrick Jane. He's kind of hot. He's yeah, kind of hot. He dresses like a magician. Like he dresses like a Las Vegas magician, and it's really hard to take him seriously. That's a CBS show. Was it? That was a CBS show. Okay. Because I remember there was a very clear line when something was on CBS. It was like NCIS. (laughs) Jag. Jag. (laughs) There were like all these kind of like, it's skewed a little older, right? (laughs) CBS? Yeah. (laughs) Right. Right. I mean, I think they definitely tried to change that at some point. But in the early 2000s, it definitely was still in that vein. I bet. I think Criminal Minds was their edgiest show. Oh, totally. I mean, that is that was maybe when they were starting to try to find more edgy things. Yeah, because they definitely had a reputation. They were a little tamer, maybe. I think because they, you know, at some point, you know, maybe it was the early '90s or late '80s. They were the network that brought you a double feature of Murder She Wrote and Matlock, Mm. and they just never could recover because (laughs) because because over at Fox, they were like, "We're edge lords at Fox." Oh, Fox was the youthful channel it, before it, UPN and CW. Because it was Married with Children, The Simpsons. What else was on Fox? Family oh Guy. That's later. What was the one with Nikki Cox? Oh my God, I loved that show. <laughs> I love that. Well, unhappily Ever After. It was kind of like a ripoff of Married with Children. Totally. Yeah. But that was a show I would always watch. That was that. Maybe that wasn't Fox. Maybe that I was think like it was UPN. UPN, <laughs> rest in peace. UPN raised me. UPN had the best sitcoms. That had Moesha. I had Moesha. It had, what else was on UPN? Unhappily Ever After. Unhappily Ever After. I'm going to need to like go through like a, we're going to have to do like a, a re- revisiting No, of it's that. funny because Fox was like the edgy channel and then UPN and CW were like, well, we'll go even lower. 
<laughs> or like younger, it was, younger it was and younger. lower. It was younger and sometimes lower because they also had like cheaters. Yes. <laughs> I don't remember yes. which one, but maybe UPN. Because UPN's late night programming, they were like, we're going to let loose. I think that's also where they had uh, VIP. VIP was UPN. I just thought I just thought their shows were the most fun and their sitcoms were the best. Like yeah. they did have some good, they did have some good sitcoms. I'm looking right now at programming television films. List of programs broadcast. Buffy. Buffy was on UPN from 2001 to 2003. Oh. Love Boat, The Next Wave. That lasted one season. <laughs> I don't remember that. Roswell was on for, oh, yes. for Roswell. one season. Roswell was big. Okay, the comedies, because I watched the comedies. Oh, my God, Breaker High was on UPN. I loved Breaker High. That was for teen- teenagers. Um. Girlfriends. I loved Girlfriends. Oh, Girlfriends. Homeboys in Outer Space. Remember See, they Homeboys? Were really, they were really going for they it. They went for it. Malcolm and Eddie. Yeah. I watched all of these shows. Um, There was like, I think I've talked about this show before, and I wish I remembered where it was on. It was called Friday the 13th, and it was like a um, haunted object show. What? You got to find the show because you will like it. Every episode they find a, they have to find. Wait, is it fiction? No, it's oh. real. It's a, fi- it's fiction. Yeah, it's fiction. It's okay. fiction. So they have to find all of these objects that are out in the world and bring them back to this antique shop <gasps> because they're out in the world haunting. So every episode it's like, <laughs> we're in Pittsburgh. We're looking for this vase that's <laughs> that, haunted. That's haunted. And, but it was really good. I loved it. Oh, oh my God. The Brittany and Kevin. Federline show chaotic was on UPN. Oh, they went there. They, yeah, they're like, we're gonna give you everything we got. They put their whole pussy into this network. No, and then they fucking merged with CW. They tried to become a little more serious. What was is CW the WB frog? Yes, Ugh. the dub, 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 I watched dub, a dub. lot of WB. Was that what, <laughs> Sister Sister was on WB? Sister, I sister. loved that. It was, was very like, youth. I mean, it had a lot of teen oriented, kid and teen and youth, young adult content for sure. Right. Um, okay, so yeah, really, really having a drought here. Really having a drought here with content. Per- personally, but Yellow Jackets is coming back this week. Succession's coming back on yes. Sunday. I was looking up that show. It's it's actually much older, but I think when I watched it, it was in syndication mm. because it's. Oh wait, no, this is the wrong one. For, never mind what I said. We'll find it. It's really good. Maybe we can recap an episode. Yeah, sounds uh, funny. It is good. It's serious though. It's like it's scary. Yeah. So yeah, I'm also in a drought. But I did have that Daisy Jones. You know what I always forget? I was like, oh, yeah, Prime has TV shows. <laughs> I, watch, I watch a lot of TV on Prime. Yeah, I forget. I have so many subscriptions. I know. I need so to like stupid. go through them. I mean, I guess I use them all. But I do forget about Prime because I use, I mean, obviously Prime, you have it anyway for yeah. other things. Yeah. Um, so I, I forget about the original content. Right. But not anymore. <laughs> now no. I'm watching Daisy Jones and The Six. For at least three more episodes. <laughs> Enjoy. I will. Um, what'd you eat? Um, I'm eating a lot of soup. 
I did make a really good butternut squash soup last night. So I'm excited to have that later. Yeah. Because it's going to, I'm going to have it for a few days at least. Perfect. You know, look at the weather outside. And it's vegan because I used coconut milk to make it creamy. Not that I'm not vegan, but if you're vegan, I know we have some vegan listeners, coconut milk. That that's like a nice substitute. I'm it's sure fucking the vegans delicious. know about coconut milk. Yeah, I'm sure they Desi, do. Desi's giving you all a hot tip here. You guys heard about coconut milk? It's creamy. You're vegan splaining. <laughs> I'm vegan slating. No, it's that's my favorite kind of vegan. Where it's like this tastes good, and I'm using real. <laughs> I'm using. I'm not doing a fake like version of some dairy or meat, which I typically won't love as much. But this is like. A coconut. I put a lot of curry in it, mm. so it's a creamy. I pureed it, and it's basically it was just butternut squash and like the maripole vegetables. Like I'll say it the way I want, Rachel. <laughs> I didn't know what you were saying. <laughs> um, yeah, and I used veggie broth, so that vegan is vegan all the way. Yeah. Um, so that's what I ate. Not that exciting. I'm still eating my chocolate-covered almonds from Trader Joe's, the thinly-covered ones. They're so good. It's green. Oh, my God. It's pouring. It's like raining cats and dogs outside. Um, Yeah. I'm trying to think if I ate anything. No, but I'm planning some meals. We got some really exciting meals in the works that I we was, can't wait to tell you about. I was looking at... um menus last night and getting real hungry. Mm. Well, you sent me those cannoli pictures. I really want a cannoli so bad. I do How do too. we get that? We need to find a cannoli in the next couple of weeks. There's like um, an Italian bakery by me that I haven't gone into, but people rave about it. And one thing I'm curious about is they supposedly have the proper hero bread, like an Italian sub oh. sub bread. So I'm kind of curious about that. Like to buy? Yeah. They make sandwiches there, but I think you can also buy it. That's good. And then... What makes it the proper hero bread? Just like... You know what I'm talking about. That they don't have it here. Like on the East Coast, that bread. Right. That It's kind of dry. Hoagie bread. Yeah. Yeah, It's kind of dry. Yeah. But uh, not hard on the outside. Right. Um, So I'm curious about that. And... They also have Italian pastries, mm. which I tend to like, uh, especially those little rainbow ones. Yeah. <laughs> I like those little rainbow ones. And I think they have cannolis like a certain day per week. So They should have them every day. For I me. think they're hard to make. I know. They're probably labor intensive. I think the thing that's labor intensive about them is you cannot have, they can't sit. No. You can't have that cream in the crust. The little cookie. Because it gets soggy. It gets soggy. And that's, um, when you get a good cannoli, then you're like, oh, this is why these are so good, popular. Right. Because a lot of times you get a bad cannoli where the crust is uh, soft. And you're like, why do people eat these? Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's fine. But when you get a crispy one, because you're like, this just got filled. (sighs) That cannoli from Sherman's in Palm Springs, I think about it all the time. It's It's a good one. And you know the mozza ones are going to be really good. Yeah, mozza just came out with cannolis. I like they have the pistachios too. I'm so obsessed with pistachio. I just need pistachios are hot right now. I think pistachios are the are the nut du jour. It's the popular nut for sure, and it's so pretty. Why isn't it always popular? Pistachio is the matcha of (laughs) 2023. I'm 
I, you heard it here first. Yeah, where I it's, agree. it's going to color everything green. I'm seeing it more and more. I'm really happy that pistachio ice cream is having to come back too because all the haters and losers used to tell me I was gross for liking pistachio ice cream. Why? They're wrong. Why would anyone hate pistachio ice cream? It's delicious. It's one of the best flavors. Yeah, and you rarely see it. I think we're going to see it more and more now. Because I think people are realizing it's really pretty color too. Yeah, and it tastes good. I think it tastes better than the actual nuts. That's a hot take. The ice cream tastes better than the nuts? Yeah, it's weird. I, I'm, I'm like a really big fan of pistachio-flavored things, but I'm not necessarily a huge fan of just eating the nuts. I Like, I don't snack on the nuts. I have a really good... They have a good pistachio at Trader Joe's. They're the salt and pepper flavor. And they're, they're actually, savory. They're actually addictive. You can't stop eating. Well, them. anything, any snack you get at Trader Joe's is like addictive. <laughs> Not necessarily. They have better and lower ones. That's, that's true. Um, but these, they do have some good nuts every once in a while. I'll, I'll tend to try their flavored nuts, and some of them are not bangers. Uh, or just not for me. Like I don't want to eat a ton of them. But these salt and pepper one pistachios, I can't. I can hardly buy them because I will just pound them. Yeah, you, and you feel like good about yourself because it is a little exercise involved. <laughs> oh wait, they're they're in shells. Yes, yes. Oh, that's work. Well, they have them split open, so they pop. But there's right always open. that one that's not open. You have to break with there's, your teeth. There's <laughs> always that one pistachio that's not fucking open. But that's how you know you're they're good because when that I find one that isn't open, I'm like <gasps> like an animal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like I need to get this open. Get this nut I need out. That fucking nut with the salt and pepper flavor. It's delicious. So I do recommend those. But yeah, I haven't had I haven't had very interesting food, but we will soon. Yeah, we got plans. Did you eat anything? No. Did I eat anything good? No. no. I can't even think of anything I ate. No, me either. I did buy a salad at Creation yesterday. That's, so that's not very that's exciting. That's not good. I know. I'm kind of like, Ugh, what did I buy this for? Now it's just going to rot in my fridge. <laughs> I'll eat it. <laughs> Maybe I'll eat it tonight. I can't think of one good thing I ate this week. Yeah, I don't know. It's been a real drag. It has been, but we'll be back. With more food. We'll get on it. I'm, I ate a fruit salad last night that I made hmm. for dessert. <laughs> it was depressing. So that is sad. Um, oh, I ate a Girl Scout cookie this week. Oh, right. I had a Samoa, so that was exciting. I ha- Okay, I had four. Four? That's it? Yeah, I know. I mean, that's pretty... I was like, wow, I didn't, I didn't eat the whole box. That's controlled. This time? Um, I want to... That is something I do want to try at some point, making homemade versions of Samoas, because I have some recipes. I think it would be fun. Yeah, like a cake. Or I love things based on Samoas. Because remember those donuts we got one time? We didn't get the Samoa donuts. We didn't? No, but they they, ran out probably. But but that, they made those at Trejo's, and then they also made them at Sidecar Donuts. I thought we got them at Sidecar. Did we get them inside? I feel like we did. Okay, we must have. I mean, it's so hard to know when we got something or when we were like, we got to get those. <laughs> I know we, we did go to Sidecar. I know we drove in traffic to Sidecar Donuts and we were very happy. Because we got a ton of... We got like 12 donuts for three people. Yeah. And they, you gotta, well, the problem is you need to taste all the flavors. We had to try them and all. And then there are certain ones like the butter and salt 
one, what is it butter and salt? Yeah. That we needed to have like a few of because mm. you know everyone's going to want that one. Yeah. I do remember we got like the thin mint version at Trejo's. At Trejo's. Because the Samoas were sold out. Yeah. I remember that episode of our mini episode. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, because uh, we got them delivery and they arrived and we both started crying because the the Samoas were out. Oh, my God. What a disaster. This is like a weird memory I have. <laughs> we both started crying. Well, I, it was me mostly like <laughs> being very immature. Oh, my God. I must have regressed that memory. <laughs> I, I can remember. play you a clip of it later. I kept it in the show. I didn't edit it out. Oh, you started crying on the show? I mean, it wasn't like you weren't real sobbing. tears, yeah. but I was just like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember I didn't turn the recording off. And so oh, because we got the delivery mid-record. We got the delivery mid-record and Brendan brought them into the studio and we opened the box and it was like, he, or he said, he's like, they're out of the Samoas. And I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember ordering from Trejo's was difficult because you can't really pick. Yeah, it's like a grab bag. Yeah, and we were we really wanted that one. I mean, all their donuts are delicious there. Yeah. I, I haven't had a single bad donut from Trejo's ever. I think it's one of the best donut shops in LA. I know. We haven't been in a while, though. I do miss... I like their Abuelita one. The cinnamon one? It's is, like oh, no, chocolate, it's chocolate. It's chocolate cinnamon. Mm. Uh, that one's the really low good. The lowrider is the cinnamon one. The, like just a, plain cinnamon. There's like a horchata one too. I think yeah. that was good. Yeah, I like their donuts. They have great donuts. We haven't been there in it's a while. It's not even just the flavors. Like the flavors are all really good and interesting, but the donut quality itself is really good there. I also one time stopped there and got, they had like, um, they have soft serve. Oh, the ice cream donut? And you could get it in a donut cone. Oh. That was really That's good. That's like, should be illegal. It was like, I think it was a cinnamon donut cone. Fuck. So with like vanilla soft serve. I'm going to come. <laughs> it was so good. I remember taking a picture of it and then it was like two days in a row I had gotten ice cream and I posted pictures and then I looked at my feet. I was like, what is what is wrong with me? You don't just go about getting ice cream cones every day and letting everyone know. <laughs> there, goes, there goes ice cream Desi. Because it was like... A donut thing. And the other day, I was like, I saw someone making homemade Nutty Buddies. And I was like, I got to get that. It was the most massive ball on top of a cone. Mm. And it was really good too, though. Oh, I remember that thing I sent you. It was like a elevated gourmet homemade. I don't know if it was super gourmet. It was a Valerie Bertinelli. Valerie Bertinelli made like a strawberry shortcake ice cream pop cake or something. Oh, I feel like I'm, I didn't see that. No, I DM'd it to you and we were both laughing because we're like, mm, that looks good. Oh, maybe I didn't realize it was Valerie Bertinelli. It was because she has a cooking show on the Food Network. Oh, um, I do remember you, vaguely you sending it. I just think I didn't realize it was Valerie. Ooh, I'm looking at that pistachio layer cake by Martha. Oh my God. God, this whole chat is just a, an embarrassment of food. It's just Our all- chat? Yeah, it's all this, cat pictures and well, food pictures. Who knows when the last time I sent this to you was? Because oh, see, this is oh my god, that looks so good. I'm getting hungry now. Looking Are you at looking at all the food stuff? <laughs> yeah, our whole chat. Yeah, our whole chat is like chunky boys. It's making me hungry. Chunky boys and pictures of food that we want. Oh, there's you telling me you want to go to Courage Bagels that nightmare that- <laughs> when it seemed so innocent. <laughs> was that the origin? Yeah, that was our Joker origin story. Uh, 
Oh my God. Damn. Look at all this good food. We have good taste in food. We have really good taste in food. My like bookmark tabs on my Instagram is just all recipes. Yeah. It's all that's recipes. the best thing to that's that's the reason bookmark is invented. So I can save stuff I'm never gonna make. And it like r- runs the gamut from like really um highbrow to lowbrow creations. Oh yeah. I've definitely made things from my bookmark. You know what I have in my bookmarks is someone's recipe. I don't even know it's good, but someone's recipe for artichoke, spinach, artichoke, dip, chicken casserole. Ooh. <laughs> I guess I was really hungry when I saved that. No, you got to save it. I was like, you know what I save a comforting. lot of is actually, I mean, I have a lot of things saved. I don't just have food actually, but I have a lot of salads because I'm always like I would like I like good salads so if I see a good salad that's unique and looks really delicious I'll save it because that's something I will make like I love a good salad like when it's like an interesting combination right one that I haven't done because I'll tend to make like the same four or five salads which are good but then I get sick of them right so it is nice uh it is definitely nice to have those on hand um okay okay Desi and everyone else We'll see you guys later this week for the main episode, part two. Bye. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.